Hi, this is Jason Sohail Ascari. And this is Anna Ascari. I grew up and studied about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all my life. And I never got the chance to watch any of the original series. The both of us were going to watch all 193 episodes of the original series. And give you a perspective from an expert. And a new viewer. This is what we call a Tata Recall. Alrighty, and welcome to episode 72 of Turtle Recall. I am your host, Jason Zohail, and joined with me as always is my ever so lovely and just learned the word, uh, Pablum wife, Anna. <laughs> yes, yes, I just learned this word. I, because I'm not living in 100 years ago. You know, I just learned this word as well. And like, when we get to the episode discussion, and this week we are talking about the episode Four Turtles and a Baby. Uh, but when we get to the episode discussion, we will talk about this because this was pretty, pretty much the most interesting thing we found in this episode. <laughs> and like, we both did research on it and everything because we're like, what is this? But you know... As I said, we'll get into that, but you know, before uh, before we get into that, I actually um, kind of got some uh, unfortunate uh, news uh, that happened this week. What happened? Uh, so, uh, voice actor Jack uh, Angel uh, passed away. Uh, who was he? Yeah, who was he? Okay, so in in Ninja Turtles, like uh, he's done a lot of voice acting, just a uh, a bunch, actually, uh, which I didn't realize. But in in the original uh, Ninja Turtles uh, show, he was uh, Rex One, the police robot. Do you remember that? Uh. Yeah. So uh, you you remember uh, Rex One, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Rex One, he's in two. We've seen the first episode he's in. Uh, he'll be in another episode uh, coming up. I can't remember what season. I can't remember if it was this season or the next season. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, he uh, he passed away this week. Uh, he did live a very full life to almost ninety one. He was he passed away five days before his ninety first birthday. Uh. Yeah. Uh, he actually retired in twenty nineteen. So at least like you know he had two years where he was uh, not uh, not working. But I'm I'm pretty sure. You know, something like voice acting is like something that they they do it for enjoyment and not for uh, profits. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, he did like a lot of voices, and uh, one I was surprised I didn't realize he did. He was the voice of Nick Fury in the Spider-Man uh, cartoon show in from the '90s, which that was like one of my favorite cartoon uh, series that I really enjoyed. <laughs> so it, it was cool uh, finding out he did that. Uh, what I most known him for is he voiced the villain uh, Liquidator in uh, in the uh, series uh, Darkwing Duck. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, when I was like, because uh, you know, after his after this news, I kind of was like, oh, I wanted to like look up things. He's, I mean, he has credits in a lot of stuff. Like he doesn't have like. He really doesn't have, like, a big famous character he has, but he's in, like, so many things, like, which which was amazing. Like, uh, he not only, he was in the Beauty and the Beast movie. He was in, the, in Aladdin. Uh, he also did, like, uh, voices in Tarzan and even uh, Toy Story 3. He was, like, oh, uh, wow. one of the toys, yeah. Uh, at least I'm sure that he, he had, like, a very... Um, like a fun uh, look. Yeah, 
Oh, 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 definitely. Definitely. He definitely had, like, a, a, a fun uh, career. Yeah. And, like, just the fact is, like, he got to be immortalized in all of these. Uh, he was also in uh, Smurfs. I don't think he was, like, a... He wasn't, like, one of the main Smurfs. It just said additional voices. So I'm sure his voice went on to at least one of the Smurfs. Because you, you know how the Smurfs are. Like, hey, like, they'll have, like, three episodes. Like, oh, here's... Here's uh, running on the dirt Smurf. Smurf, you know, they just keep making up Smurfs as they go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he did that. the The pretty cool thing though is, uh, you know, Smurfs uh, two, the live action one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He actually uh, voiced Papa Smurf in the video game and uh, the the holiday movie, and I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure they had to get him to do it because uh, the the voice actor of Pop Pop Smurf I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, he actually passed away before uh, before the second movie came out. Oh okay. Yeah, so it it was kind of co- it, it was kind of cool like seeing him like in in his voice credits like go from you know like the classic Smurfs to like one of the modern uh, Smurfs. So uh, it, uh yeah um. Speaking about Smurfs, um, I, I'm enjoying the the new Smurfs. Uh. The new Smurfs cartoon. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I I mean, obviously, I'm a huge fan of Smurfs, and uh, uh, so I've been like I've been enjoying it a lot. Uh, things I actually found out about that that series, like it's the new one. It's actually animated from like a French company, uh-huh. and uh, like and. Like the voice cast, like they're they're from like a brand new company that and like but because all those voices aren't like like regular like American voices, <laughs> like you know I mean obviously they speak English because it's in English yes but it's like done in uh, I I forget uh, what country actually does the the voice dubbing for uh, for that one because I will say my only critique. For the new Smurfs, because I, I love the new Smurfs cartoon. My only critique is I think I think too many of the guy Smurfs are voiced by females, and it shows like I mean it really they really sound like females, like like clumsy. <laughs> but yeah, going back to Jack Angel, all you know, it's very fortunate for him that his legacy will always like live on like pretty much forever especially like most of these works like especially like ninja turtles i don't think ninja turtles is gonna like disappear from archives anytime soon uh but you know i uh it's unfortunate but i'm so happy he actually had like a full life to live and uh and like you know i'm grateful for all the contributions he he gave to us yes yes uh, yes, uh, rest in peace, uh, Jack Angel. I actually like his name. <laughs> um, so, uh, at least we, we know that all the characters that he played, uh, like, uh, live on forever and bring his memories to us. That's right, yes, yes. You, I couldn't have said it better myself, honey. Alright, uh, you want to get into some, uh, Ninja Turtle news? Yes. Alright, let's do this. First thing I actually do want to talk about. Uh, now, if you remember uh, a few months ago, we had like that ima- the box image of the turtle blimp. Right. So Walmart just yesterday 
Oh, they are making a turtle blimp. Yeah. We, uh, yes, they are making a, a turtle blimp. Like you know, we're, did you do not listen to our <laughs> podcast? We talked about this a few months ago. I know, but I didn't. I didn't think that was coming out like very soon. Yeah. Well, it came out yesterday. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, Walmart released a Walmart yesterday released a turtle blimp online, and I will, first I want to say that I had several people actually message me to tell me it was online, but and they messaged me when it was in stock. Uh, however, when I got the message because we had like you know plans yesterday when it went online, uh, yeah. I, I unfortunately by the time I clicked on the link it was already sold out. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, blame blame a five year old. Really? Five-year-olds shouldn't have birthdays. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, Isaac said no, making fun of you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, no, is there any chance that they... I'm sure there's going to be some restocks. It hasn't gone into the store yet. Huh. But uh, the, what, what, we're, what we're talking about is, like, we actually got our images oh. of the actual blimp. And just like how we... Uh, theorized uh, when we saw the box art, it is, uh, it is like the it is the blimp uh, from like the original show, uh, but then it's the body from the 2012 series blimp. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, and uh, Larfley says that the blimp is his. Uh, I'm glad it's yours. Soon it'll be mine. Hopefully, it might be a hundred dollars. <laughs> Because I'm gonna go, I might have to get it on eBay, but hopefully I'll find it uh, at Walmart. Uh, but but yeah, so uh, the uh, so so yeah, it's exactly like what I like is that there's more of a green color because the 2012 limp had like more of a brown color. I like the bright green color. Yes. Uh, I do wish this is like I think this is what happened. I think the like no Playmates hasn't said officially what's going on, um, but. Uh, I think what happened is that the the mold the the mold for the actual body of the blimp uh-huh. was probably like lost or damaged uh, because they didn't really really release the blimp uh, like that much. I mean, they they released it in different colors, but then like after the original show, they didn't really. It wasn't like the party wagon. The party wagon kept coming up and Toys R Us like after like anniversaries and that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, so they probably lost the mold and. Instead of them like making a new mold to make it look like the from the original show, they probably because they probably had the mold ready from the 2012 series. They probably just went with that mold and like they're like, okay, this is close enough. But this is plastic or is it? it okay, so the balloon part. I mean, everything's plastic. But like you know, the balloon part's like hard. Uh, the balloon part is like you know a balloon. You blow it up with your mouth, huh. and then like you know, then you have the plastic. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't come with the bombs that the original one does. It doesn't have the three seats that the original uh, one has. Uh, but it does have like you know little grappling hooks that the 2012 one uh, has. Uh, so um, now there are uh, there are people who. I actually have, like, a couple of people that already got their hands on this blimp. Like, it shipped. Like, they got it, like, within a day when they ordered it. And uh, the two, like, uh, little uh, latches on the top, like, where you can hang the string so you can hang it from the ceiling, they uh, both of theirs didn't have it. Oh. Even though the picture clearly shows it in on the back of the box, it shows it. I'm hoping they have it. Like- yeah, yeah, I'm hoping like I'm hoping that was just a factory error on theirs, and like maybe hopefully like the later releases, like hopefully the the release I eventually will get. 
<laughs> which I think, because uh, uh, Larflees. Larflees said that whatever is yours is mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So whatever I get is just gonna go to Larflees eventually. <laughs> but uh, and to answer your um, question, Isaac, we are both like doing great. <laughs> But, but yeah, um, uh, but yeah, so we got our first images of the blimp, and not only have our first images of the blimp, people already have the blimp, uh, so, like, it, it went, like, pretty fast, uh, so, uh, hopefully, hopefully I'll be able to find this in stores, or I'll come back online, I mean, it's also Playmates, Playmates has a good habit of, like, keep, like, overstocking their stuff, uh, -huh. uh so, uh, like, I know it's gonna be, I know this one's a lot more like because a lot of people like me didn't get the blimp in the original release so a lot more people are more eyes on this uh and in the retail prices are good prices actually 35 dollars uh like you know uh you know it's not the original blimp but you know it is like pretty much close enough uh, robert uh, used to have the blimp oh until it popped oh no uh and the glider park broke into pieces oh no <laughs> Oh, and uh, Larfius was saying the hangers on top uh, tend to, uh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. If you try to hang it up with the figures, yeah, uh, I could see it, like, uh, rip. Because, uh, I, I mean, it's not going to be made. Like, you know, it's it's a toy that's meant for, like, you know, five to six-year-olds. I mean, you know, they're, they're not going to put it in, like, the greatest uh, production thing. Yes, but I'm, I'm sure that they know that this like collectors are going after this yeah oh, oh. five year old i'm pretty sure playmates know that the collectors are going more after this than like the children are uh but yeah and yes robert i hope you get to find one too i'm hoping to find it as well uh the so the next thing i actually want to talk about i want to talk about the idw comic uh so oh wow what is it yeah uh, so uh this is gonna this is a an image for Issue 125, which is scheduled to be released in January 2022. It sounds Halloween. -y. It's not really Halloweeny, but it's the Punk Frogs. This is the first time that the uh, Punk Frogs are going to be in the comics. They're attacking. Uh, well, I mean, they're just like they're kind of like posing. I mean, we we really don't know if they're attacking. We don't we don't know if they're good or not. They haven't actually appeared in the comics yet. Uh, here's the actual full image of the comic. Uh, of the cover, I should say. And I mean, this there is... is something creepy. I mean, even look at the fonts. Well, yeah, because they, they spray-painted <laughs> punk frogs. You know, it says Teenage Mutant Punk Frogs. I mean, their clothes is ripped off. I mean, they're attacking and it has a horror <laughs> story into it. <laughs> I'm just telling you. You're just telling me. All right, all right we'll find out. But this, is a, but this is the first time we're getting uh, the punk frogs into the, uh, into the comics. Uh, which is actually really exciting. Uh, Punk Frogs is like you know, it's kind of like uh, when people remember from the car from the cartoon that they, uh, they like them. Uh, you know, they NECA recently released all four of them like as action figures, and like now we actually have a proper way to actually have the whole team yeah. that actually looked like from the cartoon. Yeah. You know, Playmates couldn't do that. They couldn't do that for like the original show or the 2012 series. So uh, NECA had to step up and um, and do that. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is coming. The, uh, this cover is actually done by Sophie Campbell. I know how much you lo yeah. love her and everything. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I I think I don't know if her run is still going. I don't know if her run is still going to be during the comics or not. I know at one point she was uh, like her stuff was supposed to be done, and then it was going to go on to another artist uh, in the comics. But it seems like that Sophie is still doing. Uh, the uh the issues so 
we'll yeah we'll uh, we'll, uh, we'll find out. But the cover looks really cool. I'm I'm excited to see the punk rocks and like I'm excited too. Yeah, uh, and you know, uh, I know their names. I just you know I'm bad about like who which weapons belong to which. And hopefully with like the punk frogs, hopefully in the comics, like we'll actually have like individual personalities uh, for them. That, I have a feeling they will do that. Yeah, I I think you're right about that. Uh, but uh, and uh, Larface is predicting that they'll add a female frog to this team. I can see that only because we do have a you know we have the female turtle. Uh, uh, oh gosh, I'm already blanking on her name. I was about to call her Sophie. No, um, turtle. Uh, yeah, the uh, Jenica. Jenica is the female turtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just blanking on her name, and I can see them put like a female frog into it. Oh, female frog. T- <laughs> You'll wear a female frog T-shirt. Yes. I know how much you love the punk frogs. <laughs> uh, uh, Robert said, "I can't remember. I I recently just read the entire Archie uh, Ninja Turtle comic line, and they actually didn't have the punk frogs in the Archie comics. Like they had several characters. They had Armando uh, Gecko. They had Slash. They had several uh, several characters from the cartoon, even Leatherhead, um, but not the actual punk frogs himself. Uh, so." All right, let's talk about the big thing, the big, the big headline, and that is all right. Do you remember it was like almost a year ago? Uh, Viacom uh, put out like a uh, a well, like a, a, a trademark for a title called uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Next Chapter, and we didn't know what it was for. Uh huh. Yeah, so that's what we're actually going to talk about because it looks movie? it like yeah the movie. Um, so this image came from, uh, Varner Toys. Varner Toys does, did the prototypes for a lot of the Ninja Turtle, uh, Playmates action figures. So, and they put, they posted this image, which is an embroidered image of like, it looks like someone's shirt. Yeah. Uh, and they said, it's official. Uh, and like, they basically said that like, you know, it's... Oh, uh, the, exciting. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. They basically said this, it's the title of the uh, of the next movie. Uh, now, I am going to go and say this. Uh, just because they said it's official, it's not really official. It's not official until, like, there's a press release that actually says it. And, and I can tell you from experience, uh, because I, like, uh, I used to work with a Star Wars uh, heavy... Uh, action figure company and that company actually had embroidered patches t-shirts and even like uh like car like the 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 action figure card uh images uh for revenge of the jedi and and then no no because uh eventually george lucas changed the name of the star wars to return of the jedi because he felt that Jedi's don't have revenge. One, I mean, one, I I do hope, like, this is, like, uh, I do hope, like, they do go with this title and this image. I absolutely love the actual uh, title uh, image. Yes. Because yes. it looks, it, it it's, like, it's modern, but it, they took, like, uh, they took things from, like, the, a major homage from the original uh, title like you know the title logo mm-hmm. of the original show uh, which i really like i mean like uh like you know the, the on top there's a red band that says uh teenage mutant ninja and at the bottom it's turtles and that's in green and but it's like green as an ooze 
yeah. kind of thing. It's actually really cool. Uh, the next chapter is kind of like just a plain text kind of thing. Uh, but I can see Viacom like use this as like, oh, this is our new logo. Like logo. This is our new like official logo for like anything that's Ninja Turtles to come on. Like kind of like how when the 2012 series came, uh, the 2012 series had like that that logo, and then uh, and then like uh, Viacom like used that logo like style um, to do like the original uh, the like they put they put the original uh, logo like in that 2012 style. Mm-hmm. I can see like this uh, going on. For a while, uh, yes. Yeah, for a while. I can see that. Um, like, you know, this is like if they go with this, I'm and to be honest, I'm really hoping they go with this. I really like I really like this um uh this this logo thing. Uh you know, uh I mean I, I I'm excited for it. I think it's a, actually a good I think it's actually a good like way to name the movie because it kinda shows to it kinda shows the parents like, oh, you know, like with the with the old with this like homage to the old style like you know to the parents like to show to children like oh hey this is like my ninja turtles which i can pass on to my children and yes yes this is the yes this is uh, going to be for the seth rogan one yes uh you know and i don't like calling it the seth rogan one i like <laughs> i like calling it um oh gosh i already forgot his name uh jeff Rowe. i like calling it the digit the jeff Rowe one because uh because he's the he's going to be the director of the movie and um this is his first time directing a movie but um he written both uh the Mitchells versus the Machines and uh he also uh did uh also did writing for uh Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse so I like uh, just, and like because of that because of because I how much I really like those two movies I have like big hopes <laughs> Uh, for this new movie, and like, I mean, just, I mean, Seth Rogen, he's just, I mean, he's just the producer. Seth Rogen and Evan, whatever his name, Goldberg, like, you know, they're just, they're just in the background. They're not like, you know, but they're the bigger names, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, uh, um, personally, uh, I like it. I hope, I, I hope they go with this. Um, the only thing is, like, hopefully the next chapter, like, will have, like, a better like kind of font because it looks so it looks like they just kind of like they did so much detail on the actual teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah and then like they're like oh next chapter like you know like i mean at the same time it's not like we need something eye-catching for the next chapter to be honest yeah uh, like they want we, the attention to be on turtles yeah yeah they want the attention to be on turtles and it makes sense to give it a subtitle because 2014 uh was you know less than 10 years ago like you know it'll be nine years between those movies so you have to have like a title to differentiate so the people know which one is like you know that way we don't have three movies that's called teenage mutant ninja turtles (laughs) yeah um that uh now also just going with the title thing i do i also brought this up uh because because like you know as i said next chapter um looked like it's going to be the title for the movie but there is still they're still possible for changes. Uh, if you guys remember the 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 2014 movie was originally just going to be just Ninja Turtles, but then uh, there was too much of a fan outcry because people were afraid because of the whole uh, Michael uh, M- Michael Bay and he wanted the turtles to be aliens and they were like, oh no, we don't like they're they're afraid they're they're gonna lose the mutant part of it and so they actually went ahead and 
changed it changed it to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like you know, um, just 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 know that not all titles are like set in stone until like the actual official word. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, even though Varner, um, you know, Varner Studios said this is it's official. It's not really official. It's not really official until they come in, until Viacom and Paramount comes up with a press thing and say, "Hey, this is our official title of the movie." Uh, but overall, uh, but again, I want them to use that logo, no matter what. Like even if it's called like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that that movie that you keep calling the Seth Rogen movie, even though Seth Rogen has like nothing to do with it other than throwing money at it. Like, even though that becomes the title of the movie, like, I want them to still use that Ninja Turtle, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles logo on it. And just as a quick reminder, uh, you can listen to the news section live uh, every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I do want to uh, make a point. Uh, Soon is Halloween. We actually won't be live on Halloween night. We'll be live on that Saturday uh, when that comes around because we have a child. TS go trick or treating. <laughs> uh, you know, but I'm sure everyone wants to go trick or treating anyway. Yeah, exactly. Everyone should or be going trick or treating. Who's gonna like? Who's gonna be like? Oh man, let forget free candy. Let's listen to Turtle Recall. Yes. Or the, or if they are they don't or if they are older and they don't want to do that trick or treat. That I know many of our audience are older. Right, right. I mean, our audience is older. At least, at least they uh, they are giving candy to. At least they're getting candy. Oh my gosh! You know, I'm already. If we even try to do it live that day, you know, our doorbell will just be keep going off, and it's gonna be like, hold on, all right, we'll be right back. Hold on, we gotta hand out candy, and like you know, we have too much decorations outside to like turn off our lights. I know how the kids are, uh, like, curious, like, what are you doing? Right, exactly. Oh, what are you guys doing? We saw you over from the window. Right, right, exactly. Is that microphone? (laughs) All right, uh, you know, let's talk about Four Turtles and a Baby. You ready for this? Yes. All right. Uh, This week, we're talking about episode six of season, syndicated season four, Four Turtles and a Baby. This originally aired on September 17th, 1990. It was directed by Fred Wolf and written by Misty Taggart. All right, my beautiful knows how to take care of a baby wife. You want to give us a quick summary on this? Yeah, I just practiced to say neutrino. I, good job, you said neutrino! <laughs> so, uh, so in this episode, uh, I don't know... I don't know why that uh, neutrino couples they they want to send their baby uh, to Earth. I think Krang and um, I think Krang won. Um, oh, I think I think that's what happened. I think uh, Krang wanted their neutrino babies because they have a kind of power. So um, they want to. Uh, so what they do? They use it. Um, I don't know that technology to send their uh, their baby they put it in a basket and they send it to transfer it to um, uh, earth uh, to uh, that their friends ter- turtles and then um and then Michelangelo think that they have a pizza delivery and uh, they see that it's a baby and then they start taking the baby baby has a power that whatever they think about uh, they can move it and then um 
so it, it's very hard to take care of him then uh, they give it to april the april has a trouble and then april has to go do the news then the baby uh, escape and uh so the rest of the story is all about the stuff that the baby doing and everyone like trying to between the uh, like shredder and turtles they're all like trying to get the baby and at the end the baby gets safe to their parents it's good that's perfect <laughs> that's exactly uh what happens uh so yeah let's start uh breaking down uh this honest, i think this was the the first the first of my favorite neutrino episode first of your favorite neutrino episode and that's how you finally got to say their name correctly i'm sure next time uh, until like next time we bring them up and then you're gonna be like neutrogena <laughs> oh, we have so many words like that <laughs> nutrition that's the other word you you call them nutrition neutrogena does like your, your two words for them so so the first thing we see we see like you know uh, well, the first we see, like, above the street, and we start hearing Michelangelo, and it was kind of weird, because like, when Michelangelo was, like, talking in this scene, it almost sounded like it was, like, I mean, I know he was on the phone, but it sounded like the voice actor was on the phone. Uh-huh. Like, like it, it sounded very, like, echoey. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, like, I mean, it took me a while to adjust. I mean, once I adjust, like, I mean, I mean, uh, and then, like, once we got into the sewers and the other turtles started talking, like, everything kind of sounded normal for, for me. But, like, just that beginning part when he's, like, ordering the pizza. Uh-huh. Uh, he, like, because, okay. And also, th- this pizza ordering is very important to the plot, just to let you guys know. Don't, don't sleep on this whole Michelangelo ordering pizza thing. It comes up in the plot. <laughs> but... Uh, he's ordering pizza while Leo and Raphael are watching a movie, and I think... Alien. Well, yeah, it's about, it's uh, it's about aliens, but, uh, before we get into the movie title, I really think this is the first movie that the Turtles watched on this TV where it's on color. Cause, cause we, we constantly see the news in color. Like, I I can't, I don't know if there's an episode where... Uh, the news was in black and white, but every time the turtles are watching a movie, it was always been black and white. Yeah, and yes. that's why we always been like, okay, do they have a color TV? Do they have a black and white TV? I mean, we can now determine that they definitely have a color TV. <laughs> and it's just that, but yeah. Uh, I think this is the first time they got like it. They they might have a DVD player or something. <laughs> this is this is nineteen ninety. There was no DVD player. They had, this is the first time they got a VHS. Oh yes, VHS. <laughs> VHS. There you go. Uh, but. The movie that they're watching was Brain Dead Rutabagas from Beneath the Sea. If you remember last week, we had that other movie. It was like, uh, 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 like, uh, was it Bad Tempered Vegetables? Um, <laughs> Ninjas Kick Back or something like that. It was, I mean, like, I don't know. The writing people are like, hey, let's, let's give, I, I guess because like they're, I think the people who wrote this are like, you know, we gave our show a ridiculously long title called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and therefore every movie they have to watch also has to be like a sentence mouthful. Like, I think they want to make it like a special, right? Memorable. I don't know. I, I I know exactly. And like, what is up with like the? They just don't like healthy food. Like what? what like what is the name again? Uh, bad-tempered rutabagas. 
Uh, from beneath the sea. Let's not forget, like, where they're from. Uh, but yeah, uh, I get, like, because last week was, you know, uh, vet, like, you know, vet, the, the vegetables. So what is the ruta something? Uh, rutabaga? Uh, you, you've had those, but you like those. It's like a, it's, it's one of those, um, it's one of those vegetables that grow from the ground, uh, like, and it's like, Oh, red. it looks like a root? Yeah, it's like a root. You're gonna look it up? Yeah, I have to know what is it. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea how to explain it. Other than it's like red, and it looks like, I mean, it looks like a rutabaga. Rutabaga? Rutabaga. Oh, you mean a uh, turnip? It's like a turnip. It's a big turnip. Right, it, but it's called a rutabaga. Uh, we, we call all of them turnip. You got all, uh, of course. <laughs> this is why Farsi is a much easier language than, uh, <laughs> than English. Like... Well, we have, like, stuff, but we have, like, you know, it's, like, it's in the family. We have, like, ten different words, and they're, like, oh, no, that's just toe. I'm sorry, not even toe. That's foot, because they don't have toes. They don't have words for toes. Yeah, it, everything is foot. No, we have finger. Like, everything is finger. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, like, that's what it is, finger. <laughs> I mean, but we have the Farsi words, like. Right, right, right. You have the Farsi word for finger. So, like, it's, like. The fingers on your hand and like the toes, that, that's the same word. But, you know, I'm going to say this for Farsi. But you make it a specific, like fingers of the hands or fingers of the toe? <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, the fingers of the feet. Uh, yeah, fingers of the feet. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, in English, we have one word for cousin. In Farsi, there's like eight. <laughs> yes, because you have to know which cousin you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know in English we have like... um. Third cousin twice removed, but no one knows what that means. Everyone just says cousin. In in Farsi, it's like, oh, this is my 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 dad's sister's son, and that's the word for cousin. <laughs> Literally, that's the word for cousin. <laughs> and but like you know, so if your dad's sister has a daughter, that you call it some you you say dad's sister's daughter. <laughs> that, that that's always like. I, I always, like, that's the only word, like, I just don't like in Farsi. And, like, that, uh, you know, that's the only one, like, I know how to say it, but I just go and say cousin. And, like, you know, my cousins know what that means. Because I'm like, oh, screw it. <laughs> you, guys, you guys don't get special words. That, that's what you guys have names for. <laughs> like, that's how I, in, that's how I uh, individually you guys. But to be honest, I think cousin is a more friendly word. Because even, um... Even the people that are not exactly your cousin, you can still call them cousin. Right, exactly. And they feel close to you. And they feel close to you, yeah. You don't have to, like, <laughs> you don't have to make up. Like, you know, you don't have to, you like, make have... up that person. Like, it's your your dad's, your dad's sister, sister or daughter. your mom's sister. Because there's a, okay, and that's the other thing. There's, like, two words for aunt. Like, I, I, like, I didn't, like, make that clear enough for you guys. But there's two words for aunt. Your, if it's your dad's sister... It's a word. If it's your mom's sister, it's another word. And you have to like, <laughs> these were things I could not understand and keep up with. And especially when my other cousins are calling, are are calling like what I thought the word for uncle was another word. I'm like, wait, is that the word I say for you? Things. Languages are weird, people. Very weird. I'm surprised you cannot even understand this. <laughs> Alright, uh, so uh, that's our big tangent right there, but uh, 
while the turtles are like watching TV, like Donatello has like this weird device he puts on the TV, mm-hmm. and I, I I I mentioned this before, like. After, like, season three, this is, like, where, like, Donatello, he just makes, like, strange devices. Like, you know, like, they made the whole, like, Donatello, he's the inventor, a little too extreme at this point now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he puts this device on top, and, and, like, they're like, oh, what's going on? It's like, and Ralph Donatello's like, oh, you know, we haven't heard from the neutrinos in a good while, so I, I want to keep up with them. And, you know, and, like, you know, I want to see what's going on with Dimension X. And then, like... Raph starts joking and like you know because they're like we haven't heard from the neutrinos for a while and then like I think it was I think Leo even says oh we haven't heard we haven't um heard from Krang and Shredder in a while and uh the one thing I do want to note at this point this is the sixth episode of season four we've only had one episode in this season where Krang and Shredder were not were not in it uh like you know like this could have been like one of the like. This probably they should have put put somewhere in the CBS season where it would have made more sense because in the CBS in the CBS season there's a there's more episodes without Krang and Shredder than the syndicated season. Just saying. Uh, but I think I like the I like the episodes that Krang and Shredder both are in there. I mean, uh, the episodes with Krang and Shredder are always better than the other episodes. Yeah. I mean that that's a big consensus. Is the Krang and, Krang and Shredder episodes are much better than the episodes without them. It's funny, and they're not, um, they're not the real actor that we say that they have to pay them so they're not coming every single. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, they could just like put them in the background or something like that. I mean, we've both of them have already had like their voice actors like changed before, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> but at this point, like after like Leo mentions that, uh, like Raph. Raph goes and says, like, you know, that's really rude of them. They, they need to at least send us a postcard. <laughs> and <laughs> I just love Dantel's reaction where he was like, 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 uh, like where he goes, like, where he kind of questions Raph. He's like, like, who, who, who needs to send us a postcard? And Raph, like, just straight just says, Krang and Shredder needs to send us a postcard. <laughs> And just the way he did, just the way Rob Paulson delivers it, and it's almost, to be honest, it almost sounds like Barry's asking Rob, like, did you really just say Krang and Shredder need to send the Ninja Turtles a postcard? And Rob Paulson just looks at Barry and just says, like, yeah, that's what I said. That was the joke. You didn't understand that? That's what the writers wrote. I mean, just their their delivery was so perfect. Perfect. I loved it. And like, because it really was like in that moment, you just you had that believability that like, this is two brothers. One brother trying to make a joke. The other brother didn't really get the joke. And now he's like, he is like upset. And he's like, ah, like, did you like? Hold on, let me explain it to you. That's funny. Yeah. So, when Donatello puts the device on the TV, we start seeing Dimension X, and we see, like, in, uh, crumble, and, like, all the buildings are, are falling apart, as we find out that, like, the, the city that the neutrinos, uh, live in are being, is being overran by, uh, General Trag, uh, like, you know, we even hear on the TV, like, oh, like, they, someone, like, uh, mentions Trag, and, like, and, like, uh, either Leo Raph is like, oh, General Trag, that's bad news, 
And then we get our first general track, right? Yeah, general track. He's the he's the rock uh, soldier uh, general, like the the main one. Oh no! I just want to make sure that I'm, um. You you got the name right. Yes. Yeah. No, no, you're good. I was you, a sure. Oh, you were sure. Uh, like 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 yeah, cause like I know like Trag and like Krang are kind of like. No, I was. I don't know why. For a second, I thought it's General Greg. Oh, Greg. I could see that. But no, no, it it, it is Trag with the T. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. But the animation that um the the movie that was inside the the TV. Yeah. I thought it was very like um well animated. Oh yeah, the rutabaga. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was like 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 that like that looks better than some of the things from like uh from the Dublin production. Does this is a this is another Group W uh, episode, so that's why the animation was a little better in this one mm-hmm. than some of the episodes other episodes we've seen in this season. Uh, but yeah, uh, but. Now I'm just kind of thinking of rutabaga. You're, you're thinking of rutabaga? You, do you want me to go get you a rutabaga? <laughs> yes, next time we go to the grocery store, buy me a rutabaga. I'll buy you a rutabaga next time I go to the store. When you when you cook it with salt, it's... Oh, yeah. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> Why is it Oyo when, when you have never ate it and you just eat pizza? Uh, because... <laughs> You just want to sound... I want to sound like I've, I've eaten it before, <laughs> and I always eat it with salts. <laughs> but when I get you a rutabaga, I will try it with you. No, don't try it, because I can imagine your face after you <laughs> Alright. <laughs> but, so here is where we see, uh, for the very first time, uh, the characters uh, Zentar and Grizzilla. It, like it, oh, these are their names. Yeah, th- those are their names. Um, I'm I'm gonna be curious. What did these two characters look like to you? Like they're you know the the two neutrinos. Um. If you don't know, it's okay because you weren't you're not from this country. No, I don't know. Okay, so uh, so uh, uh, Zentar, um, or yeah, yeah, Zentar. I think does. Because like, oh, they've been to almost sound like center, um, but uh, uh, but uh, he looks he looks a lot like Elvis, uh-huh. and his wife looks yeah. like Elvis's wife Priscilla. Oh, that's like because you know how like the the neutrinos have always been like you know like these fifties fifties forties kind of like aliens. Uh-huh. Like and so the king. Is actually like who uh, Elvis was known as the king. Oh, and, that's interesting. Yeah. So so he, now I'm thinking. Uh, now I'm trying uh, to remember his hairstyle and he had that his even costume and right. his body is kind of like look like him. Right, right, right. In fact, uh, I think when you were when you were little, you you used to watch a cartoon show called like Little Elvis or something like that. Yeah. Okay, for some reason, I thought... The Elvis? Yeah, I thought you told me about... Because I'd never heard of this cartoon show, but you knew about it, and you told me about it. Yeah, that one. Did you, it wasn't you that told me about that cartoon? No. Okay. Okay, okay. That, uh, I, I thought it was you. Uh, maybe maybe it was on, like, the... Maybe it was on the Farsi uh, cartoon channel that we yeah, had for a while. I think that was... 
another cartoon that I was um, telling you, but it wasn't this one. It wasn't that one. Okay. I'm just trying to remember the name. Uh, now I don't remember. It's alright. It's alright. Um, but but yeah, but yeah, they made him. Uh, but yeah, they basically they made him like you know it's like because his because he's known as like the the king of rock and roll and uh, like so they made they made the king look like Elvis, which was kind of like a a, a clever like wordplay and everything. Uh-huh. And and then like you know here is where they're like oh no uh, they're coming to capture us and they actually have a baby and uh, their their daughter is named uh, Tribble. Uh-huh. Right, and this is actually what Old Man uh, Winters had to say. He said that the Neutrino Homeworld's uh, ruling family uh, is revealed: uh, Gr- Grizzella, Zenter. And Baby Tribble, all of whom appear in in cameo in the Japanese exclusive uh, Super Turtles uh, mini comic series. It, like so, those those characters actually appeared in like the Japanese like comics. And then the other thing he pointed out to me, which I didn't realize, I didn't actually realize this, is that in the IDW comics, they also have the neutrinos. Uh-huh. And uh, I never like I never uh, talked about uh, the the neutrinos in the ID Tomic comics before. I know I mentioned that uh, in the 2012 series they had the neutrinos, and I didn't like the way they did the neutrinos in the 2012 series because the 2012 series like they made them like almost like just lifeless uh, robots that were like really tiny. Mm-hmm. In the IDW comics, the neutrinos they were actually like a like they're actually like this like more of like these military kind of people that look like from the cartoon they're just like they're just more rough uh-huh yeah i actually really like the way that they did like they like they just they had it was basically it's the neutrinos from the cartoon except they are soldiers and they're not like oh we're here just for peace they were more like we're fighting off the rock soldiers in dimension x uh-huh oh uh, and then also what I didn't realize until Old Man Winters uh, pointed this out, in the IDW comics, they had the three neutrinos, uh, Zack, Dax, and Kala. They also had Princess Trib. And she was, and like, it, like, you know, uh, like, she was actually the, she was actually the baby from this episode, just all uh, grown up. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and this is, uh, that's our picture right there. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, and in fact, in the because in the comics, Mikey was actually in love with her and not with uh, Kala. Oh. Right, but yeah, it was actually interesting. That's a cool. That's a cool deep cut that the IDW comics did. Yeah. That I didn't realize until like. But how come? Um, how come the baby grew up but Mikey didn't grow up? Well, because like because this is a different universe kind of thing. They just like you know they just took her name, and then they just like you know they they're like okay they, you know instead of her being a baby we'll just make her like the same age as the other uh, neutrinos, uh-huh. but she's still a princess so she's still like you know the daughter of the king and queen, and I don't believe they actually had the king and queen um, in the actual uh, IDW comics not that I remember, uh, but it was actually kind of cool that they. They actually put like they gave her like her own like little thing mm. in the comics. I thought that was a that was a really cool like deep cut there. The other thing I want to not I want to uh, talk about with uh, 
with with Zentar and Grizella because like you know when they they put the baby like in a basket like you know baby in a basket like you know but it's a picnic basket um but uh, it, to be honest it's not the first time we've seen that in cartoons but they when they put the baby in the in the basket then they're like they use the tv to like uh transport her mm-hmm. and their tv really looks like a tv from like the 50s it has like the two antenna and it has like it's like a big box a with a small screen. <laughs> the the neutrinos TV. Yeah, the neutrinos. Yes. I don't. Yeah, remember. yeah. You don't remember the you don't remember their TV? No, I don't remember their TV. Yeah, no, no. Their their TV looked worse than the Ninja Turtles TV. Uh. Yeah, and like they're supposed to be from like they're the ones who are like from the have the more advanced technology. I mean, because you know the turtles they they don't well. Except for, like, Donnie's uh, portal thing. But they don't have, like, a... They can't, like, transport things through their TV. Oh, so, um... What about their hairstyle? They had, like, very weird hairstyle. Was it, like... Because I, I know the other uh, Nutrina also had weird hairstyle. Right. Was it, like... Um, did they, um... So, this one they took directly from Elvis and uh, Priscilla. Like... Uh, you know, because, like, er, Elvis... Like, Elvis is, was American? Yes, Elvis was American. He was from Nashville, Tennessee. Oh. Uh, actually, he actually, well, he might have been from somewhere else. Um, but he was famous for being in, in, in Nashville. Uh, but, but yeah, so both, uh, both Elvis and, like, uh, Priscilla, they had, like, they just had, like, very unique hairstyles. And I will say, they exaggerated them a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, that's basically, uh... Like, you know, obviously, like, you know, with the the other three, Dax, uh, Zach, and uh, Kala, they had, like, the, they had more of a crazy, unique one. Mm-hmm. But this one was, like, they're, they just exaggerated Elvis and his wife's uh, hairstyle. Interesting. Yeah. And then, like, and of course, like, uh, Tribble, she just had her own kind of, like... Thing. A little hair. Yeah, a little hair, yeah. Uh, I actually really like the the way they animate the baby in uh like um it was it was like very cute, it was like very acceptable as a baby. I don't know because I'm a mom. It right. was very like uh, satisfying for me to watch it or <laughs> <laughs> So the one last thing I kinda wanna talk about, like the the neutrinos like attacking the rock soldiers. Oh uh, they were like because like I know, like, the neutrinos, like, they're, they're a peace-loving, like, uh, uh, people, like, you know, a race. They're, they're all about peace and everything. Mm-hmm. And we saw them, like, throwing, like, this green goop at, like, the rock soldiers. Yes. And all I could think of was, like, was Ooh. it, what? The, like, Nickelodeon, like. Yeah, like, the Nickelodeon <laughs> slime. Like, I'm just, like, were they just trying to advertise to kids, like, oh, hey, Buy like the mutagen because they they used to sell mutagen ooze that looked like this green slime like this, and that's all I could think of was like maybe, maybe. they're just trying to advertise it for the kids to buy the slime, <laughs> like yeah maybe or maybe not like uh like unconsciously that was the only thing that was coming to their mind maybe I guess so it was just, yeah it was just like weird and then like but yeah that that green slime was like jump track like oh we need help. So when the uh, the mom put the baby in the basket, yeah. Then before they send they send him they send her over to Earth. 
She said something like, "May the something be with you," something like that. No, like, 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 so like, uh, uh, she. Oh, I didn't write it down. I think she said like, "May the neutrinos be with you," or maybe the turtles be with you. But uh, obviously, it was like, because you know, in Star Wars, it was like, "May the force be with you," mm-hmm. and they were clearly taking that line. Yeah. And 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 honestly, this was almost like. It was almost like they're doing the whole, like, Star Wars, like, okay, Turtles, you're our only hope kind of thing. With, like, the Superman backstory. Because in Superman, their planet was being destroyed. And his parents, like, put him in a rocket to send to Earth. Um, mm. to, because he was the last of their of their kind. Uh-huh. Right. And one thing I do, I do want to note is, like, they're like, oh, the Turtles, they're our, they're our friends. And, like, even, like, the Turtles... Like knew who uh, Grizzilla and and Zentar were were, but we never saw them before. Mm-hmm. Like this is our first time seeing these characters, and like we had to like go ahead and like kind of treat this to, like oh no, they've always been friends. They they knew each other, <laughs> and I mean you know I mean I, I get it. The show like you know we're not gonna chronicle like everything that turtles do, but I think I think meeting the king of queen of like the neutrino uh, land is a would have been a big thing to document in this, like, you know, Ninja Turtle, like, uh, document, uh, 193 episode series. <laughs> like, you know, for, for us to know these guys. I'm just saying, like, you know, if they, uh, you know, I- I'm just saying, if like, this is a biography, if this is a bio, a biopic of, like, their lives, I think this would have been an important one to document for people to see. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, um, I mean, I, I was, <laughs> I always had, like, problems with, uh, what one thing uh oh because I, I really like the show The Office you, and you know you've seen me like watch that so many times and everything, mm-hmm. but you know The Office like they don't because like the normal TV season they don't actually film stuff during the summer and like they're we're they're trying to play this off like you know oh this is a documentary of like their lives and but for some reason we never see what The Office does during the summertime and we never like you know we see them celebrate every holiday except fourth of july and memorial day like they no one talks about that they don't even like there's so many things that they do talk about and it's uh, like that i was like just like it's like like can't you at least do like one where like they talk about like something like that like i mean i know you can't air it on fourth of july but that's interesting i i, I never even I thought about it. Yeah. Was bothering you? It was bothering me. It was bothering me because like they're trying to play it off the show like like oh this is a documentary, <laughs> and like you know we followed these characters for nine years. We got to see what these characters did for nine years, and then like how come how come three months of each year we don't know what's going on with them? How about you contact the uh, the, the crater? Uh, the office ladies. I should com- I I should contact <laughs> the have, office ladies. They have a podcast. And they do have them. a podcast. That actually inspired that actually inspired this podcast, to be honest. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh gosh. So, uh, you know, the uh, Tribble, she's in New York. Uh, you know, the, she gets uh, sent over. Bef- like, and then we... Sp- so the name also, speaking of uh, her name, Tribble, they, they intentionally made their name look like Trouble. Uh, I'm going to get into her name later. Okay. But like, keep in that mind, triple and trouble. Oh, and I'm gonna because I wrote it down in here. But when we get to that part, oh okay. Oh, uh, uh, because I promise you, 
I I figured like one because I I was like I was in the same way. I was like why why triple why triple and then there's that then there's the part and I was like that's why they named her that. Um, but uh, so but yeah, she, so she's going to New York. So before she goes to New York, we see the p- pizza delivery guy because you know at the beginning of the episode, Mikey ordered a pizza. Yes. See that was important, kids. It wasn't just a waste of dialogue, now was it? Oh, so he was with bicycle. Yeah, he was with bicycle, and this scene actually reminded me so much of the movie. And parts of me, I'm wondering if like they took cues, they saw it, if you know, if the the people who uh, wrote and like in like the wrote this scene like saw the movie and they're like, oh hey, we can put this in our show too, because in the movie there's a, a pizza delivery guy. Who goes in the middle of the street and he was like, okay, it says here, but where where do I put this? Uh, yeah. So the movie was before this cartoon? Uh, the movie was before this episode. The movie was like after the cartoon. Uh-huh. But uh, the the movie was in theaters before this this episode aired. So they had plenty of time to animate and write this. But, like, mm-hmm. but it just really reminded me of the movie. I think, I think that's... What happened? Yeah, I really do. Um, and then, like, you know, he he takes the pizza. He's, like, trying to figure out where to drop the pizza. And then, like, m- as soon as he gets off screen, that's when Mikey comes, jumps out of the sewer. And he sees the basket. And he was like, oh, I guess the pizza's in the basket. And he so picks up the basket. And we see Mikey leave the money on top of the... Uh, uh, on top of the bike, which I want to note is when he leaves the money, there's a box of pizza. Yes, yes. Because it was like three boxes of the pizza. Yeah. But then he only picked up the basket and put the money. Then there was only one box of the pizza. Right, right, exactly. Exactly. That, that's what I want to get on. Get at. Like, it was so inconsistent. Yes. But, like, but he clearly put the money on top of a box of pizza. I'm like, wait, the, the pizza's right there, dude. Like, I know that's not your pizza, but still, like, if, if between a basket and a box of pizza, I would have picked up the box. Yes. Um, but yeah, he, he picks up, he picks up basket. I mean, thank, thank goodness he picks up the ba- basket because, you know, or else this would be a very short episode. Uh, it, it would like, you know, be some random couple who ordered a pizza and they discover a baby with like telekinetic powers. But yeah, so... Mikey like is like, oh hey, here's a pizza, and like the guy and like the old turtle's like, oh that's weird, it's in a basket, and then they like to find out, oh there's a baby, <laughs> in the basket, and and then here here is where we discover that Tribble has these special telekinetic powers, and it's something like, and I uh, Donnie was the one who knew this, I'm pretty sure it was Donnie who said it, he was like, oh. You know, they told us before, oh, when when neutrinos are babies, they have powers. But then when they grow up, they lose them. Yes. Yeah, and I just, I, I thought that was like a weird thing. Like, I mean, obviously it's a, you know, these aren't real. These characters aren't real or anything like that. But I just thought it was like, I, I'm just saying, if, if I had like awesome magical powers when I was a baby... I'd be mad if I grow up and like, oh no, they're gone. <laughs> like, I think maybe it's something like imagination. Or... Right, right, right. Well, obviously they they had to do this to explain. This is why the 
other the other three neutrinos that we know so well don't have this. And obviously they don't want to go and like introduce a new race of aliens yeah. at us. Even though oh weren't like the didn't like the the baby like purple alien like Nikto or something like that, didn't he have like the ability to Oh yes, he 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 was something. Yeah, because I remember he had like these I remember he had these like telekinetic power, or he had he had some sort of powers. I just know in this, I just know Ninja Turtles just playing with physics. Yeah, like <laughs> that's all true. Different powers, they just play with physics, like right, 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 right. Moving they, stuff, like uh, I don't know, magnetic stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. So like, Turtles like picking up like this, just picking up the turtles, just picking up like everything or, or around around her and everything. Uh, I will say, Tribble really reminded me of Baby Smurf in the original Smurf cartoon. Because in the original Smurf cartoon, the baby like Baby Smurf had like these like telekinetic powers where he could like like move stuff around, and none of the other Smurfs like figured it out. Not even Papa Smurf. They're like, oh, hey, how did that big rock, like, save us from Gargamel? And they're like, I don't know. And, and Baby looks at the camera, <laughs> like, you know, like, giving us the secrets. Like, haha, it was me, guys. I did it. But, you know, only the people in TV land knows, not you Smurfs. <sighs> I don't know why this sounds very funny. Isn't it like recently we watched something else that they said that when they were kids they have this power and when they grow up they lose the power doesn't it sound sounds like wizards of waverly place <laughs> <laughs> the show with selena gomez <laughs> i mean that, that that was the point of the show was that like like oh all the kids they have like the magic powers and then like but then like um once they become a once they be once all of them become adults they had to like do this wizard competition thing to see which one of the kids gets to keep the powers when they're adult no no something else i feel like recently i watched something so we watched something we watched something out we'll, we'll, we'll get out. back to it we're, we're, i'm pretty sure once we like click end on the podcast you can be like oh what was that show and i'm like yep that was that show well <laughs> podcast is over we're not gonna remember it <laughs> uh but I do want to go back into the Technodrome because over here, like, you know, uh, Zenter uh, Z- and uh, Grizzella got captured and they're in the Technodrome and Krang has an awesome line. I don't know if you wrote this line or not. What is it? Okay. Uh, so at this point, like, Krang, because, like, Krang is, like, questioning where, like, the, the, uh, the baby is and, like, you know, they're like, oh, we're not going to tell you. We're not going to tell you. Uh, and Krang says... Try not to be an idiot. <laughs> just, just the way he said it. Oh, everything that he says, that it's so perfect. Yes, yes, it is so perfect. I, I just love the way he like said it and everything. <laughs> and I want to say this: Zenter is an idiot because after like after they do it, like, oh, you'll you'll never find Tribble. It's like we sent her to Earth, and I was like. Really? There's like so many dimensions, so many planets, so many places you could have like put her in. And then you just tell her, like, oh, by the way, we put her on Earth. And like, you, 
The, do you think the you think Krang and Shredder can't put two and two, two together? Oh, who do you know on Earth? The Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it's a like, bad father. I exactly an awful father. In fact, like a Krang like gives uh, Shredder like the uh, the synthetic analyzer. I forget. Uh, it, it was a, some sort of analyzer, and 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 Krang was like, "Oh, we'll find them. We're gonna we're gonna go to Earth." And you notice they just go to New York. It's not like they went to like Egypt and they're like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe he sent her to her cousin's friend in in Egypt near the pyramids. No, they went to New York because they know that the only Earthlings that the neutrinos talk to are the Ninja Turtles. Whoa, like, like you know. So Krang actually tells them, "Don't be an idiot." And guess what? He was an idiot. So I wrote starting a daycare. Who who said that? Are you starting a oh, daycare? Oh, oh, um... Uh, was Krang? No, I think that was Raphael. Uh-huh. Um, because of, like, because of the, the baby and everything. Um, uh, but, yeah, I don't, I, I, to be honest... No, 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 I think I'm, I'm remembering. I think, um, um, uh, Shredder told the turtles, uh, give me the baby, and, uh, <gasps> and they said that, oh, are you... Uh, are you having a? Are you starting a daycare? Yes, 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 yes. I think yes. I think you're right. Um, actually, before Shredder sees the turtle, I do want to talk about. I do want to talk about the so- sound that the analyzer made. Did you pay attention? Like, what kind of sound that ma- that was? No. It sounded like a telephone ring. Oh, yes, yes. It sounded like a telephone ring. Even like Bebop or Rocksteady, one of them. I can't remember which one says like, oh, oh. Are you, tra- are, are you expecting a phone call? <laughs> and I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm pretty sure that this episode is like a parent's nightmare. Because imagine your kid is just watching Ninja Turtles and like, you know, they have the television turned up. And then all of a sudden, like, because, you know, this is, the, this is 1990. All the telephone sounds the same. Like, you know, we didn't, this isn't like 2000 where we had cell phones and like people had like these weird telephone ringtones. Everyone's telephone in the house sounded the same. And so you, you have, so your child's like listening to Ninja Turtles and all of a sudden like there's a phone ring. But there's no phone in the cartoon show. So as a parent, you're going to be like, oh, let me go pick up, oh, someone's calling, let me go pick up the phone. And because like no one, because like the thing is like making the noise. Yeah. But like no one's like really like reacting to the actual noise. Yes. Yeah. yeah and I'm just saying like I mean obviously the sound department they they chose this because like oh this is this is easy and then like they may also made fun of it because they said like oh they pointed out that it sounds like a telephone ring but I'm just saying this is like something that the the parents like hate it's like it's almost like you know when you're watching tv and then like and then there's like the doorbell sound and you immediately is that our door, doorbell like you know you you have that like moment like is that our, door, our doorbell or was that the tv and then you have to like wait you have to wait until like the the tv show answers the door and just so you know that it's not yours exactly <laughs> i mean um, but I mean, these days uh, we have bigger problems. Like uh, we see advertising for these uh, smart devices. Oh my gosh! Oh, and oh, then... I hate those. I hate those so much because yeah, like as Anna was saying, 
there, there's like the advertising advertisements like where like they want to advertise that it's uh, linked to your smart speakers, and so they'll have someone on the TV actually say like the phrase yeah. to wake up your smart speaker, and I mean it, it's the worst. I hate like when they say like oh play this song, and then you have to hear the song, and you have to like you have to go shout on the thing. Like, oh, oh, turn off and, like, you know, stop, stop, stop. The worst, I'll, I'll tell you what's the worst, is, like, uh, taking a nap. Taking a nap and, you know, I, you know, I do have, we have, like, the Hulu plan where, uh, that, um, that has the ads because, like, you know, it's, like, a fraction of the price of what the Hulu plan without the ads is. Uh-huh. And so, I'll take a nap and I, I I turn on a TV show and just have that like sleeping and then all of a sudden like and and has an ad where it says oh hey smart speaker play this song and and like you know my smart my my TV is in a good volume my smart speaker is in a loud volume and that wakes me up the worst those are the worst commercials but they exist no I know they do exist uh so. As you were mentioned, like, you know, like, the uh, Shredder and the Turtles, like, they, they run in, uh, they run into each other, and this is, like, where we see, like, the Turtles, they, they're bringing out their weapons. What did Mikey have in his hands? Oh, I didn't pay attention to Mikey. He had the grappling hook. Uh... Yeah, this is our first instance of Mikey, like, where his main weapon is the turtle grapple. And we don't see the nunchucks at all. We don't see the nunchucks at all in his on his belt. Yeah. Yeah. This is our very. Now fir- that you're saying, I think I I think I paid attention. You probably did. You just didn't like think about it. Yes. Yeah, because I I know I keep mentioning about this because like because this is this season's like like the full transition because this because because uh by the time we get the CB, the CBS season like the nunchucks are gone. Like, you know, we, we, um, they only have the, CBS only has, like, the nunchucks in one episode, and then it's gone. Uh, but, but yeah, this, but this is our instance of, like, them pretty much erasing the nunchucks from Michelangelo's arsenal now. Oh. And then, um, is it this part that the turtle said, oh, it's four of us, and only three of you. Right, yes. And then suddenly we see that um, the foot soldiers. The foot soldiers come. Yeah, yeah. Then suddenly the foot soldiers come and everything, and that. Uh, yes. And then the turtle says, oh, "Go green machine." Right, right. They they shout, "Go green machine!" I will note, like, I don't know if you paid attention to the music in this fight scene, but in the fight scene, uh, like the music, it was actually the ending theme, like the 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 like the credits theme during this part and it was just like weird because i'm like wait that no that's the credits that's what we hear when the show's over yeah and then like in fact like you know like the final uh beats of the thing was like when it got when when it went to commercial break uh-huh You're right i just have to educate my ears to <laughs> pay more attention to to the music music like uh because you, yes because you pay attention to so many details that I just miss easily. <laughs> that's all right. That, that's why we have the podcast, so you so you don't miss these details. And we show these de- we explain these details in full detail for our listeners, and they yeah. love it for some reason. <laughs> but I really like the the character designing of the uh, 
foot soldiers. Yeah, that, that's actually a really good uh, design. And this one, like, we see them, like, with the yellow eyes. I thought that was, like, cool. Because I, I don't think we've seen them with those eyes before. Yes. Yeah, actually, uh, no, I, I I agree. It's a really good design with the foot soldiers. It was nice to see them mm-hmm. uh, fight, get destroyed, and, like, you know, as foot soldiers do. But we, we return from commercial break. We're seeing, like, the you know, the turtles fighting with Roxanne and Bebop. Here's where, like, Baby Tribble, she, like, makes Rox, like, Roxanne Bebop and Shredder, like, float in the air. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, uh, uh, I forgot how the, the pipe, uh, break down. I think it was from, I think it was from Tribble. I think, I think she broke the pipe. Uh-huh. With her powers. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and then, like, they, like, yeah, they just kind of, like, float away. Yes. Right. And then... I mean, uh, I, I'm going to get into it, but usually her powers, like, when she's away, it kind of goes away. But then when we see Roxanne and Be- Shredder and Bebop, we, we don't see that with, with that. I, I'll, I'll get into it when we get when we go back into them. Uh, actually, it's very soon, actually. But, you know, the at this point, like, the turtles are like, oh, how, what, um, what do we do with the baby? We can't do anything. And then they're like, then all of them... Being like sexist, be like, let's give it to April because April's the woman, and therefore, like, I, and like, it just in that mind is that the whole like, hey, let's teach kids. You don't know what to do with a with a baby. It's okay because women know exactly what to do with babies. <laughs> Even though April is a single woman living in an apartment by herself. Yes, that was so unfair, especially like. The baby didn't let April sleep. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I'm gonna... I wrote this. I wrote this. I wrote, April is Anna. <laughs> because April is in her, in her like, uh, robe. She, she is tired. She revealed that Tribble didn't let her sleep. And I was like, this is Anna. Right here. <laughs> oh, I was seeing myself uh, that moment too. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. Also, I want to note this. You know, there is one character that the Turtles do know, and April does know, that has taken care of baby, of like, you know, strange babies before. In fact, four of them. Who is that character? <laughs> oh, it's Splinter. Exactly. Where was he in this episode? Exactly. Like, it's Splinter. I remember he, he won Uber call April. <laughs> How come April didn't call Splinter? Just come here. Watch the baby while taking a nap. You would think, you would think, like, someone who, like, the only parent that's in this show <laughs> would actually be in this episode. And he is, like, missing. Not only is he missing, his voice is missing because Peter Renaday does not show up in this episode. I really think Peter Renaday was, came and was like, oh, oh, it's an episode about babies? I- I'm out. Splinter's gone. <laughs> like, like, oh, no, no, we need Splinter to take care of that. Nope, nope, he's gone. <laughs> he left. <laughs> like, it's, it, I'm on vacation. Splinter's out. See ya. Because <laughs> I'm going to get into his other character as well. I'm going to get into that too. Uh, the, the other character he voices. Because he's not in this episode either. And I'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, as I said, as I said, like, you know, for some reason, even though Tribble is now in April's apartment at this point, Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop, they're still floating. Like, they're, like, grabbing onto the pipes. 
and they can't like get down and like like you know everything else like triples like whenever she uses her powers it kind of like yes 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 but for some reason like these three cannot get to the ground and we in my mind, I was, I was like, the way I was like, uh, explained for myself is that because the, the baby has a power that when I think he, she think about something, can like move it. Right. So I was like, okay, this is baby's decision that I don't want these guys near me. So uh, you know, that makes sense, you know. And I'm pretty sure you captured the tone what the animators were trying to prove. <laughs> I think I, I think you just animators just want to like like y- unite with each other and be like no no we know what we're doing you're you as an audience you don't know what you're thinking about <laughs> but so they call they call Krang and Krang is in his bubble walker for some reason I don't know why because this is in the in the shows and the uh, I mean I have to name it uh, dancing with Sarda. Oh, oh, yeah, Tyra Banks, your, yeah. your new, your new favorite host. Yeah, she. <laughs> she I, keeps changing her outfit. Yeah, she keeps changing outfit. I think uh, Krang also want to change outfit to <laughs> to show that. Oh, I have other fun. Yeah, he's like in his bubble. I'm like, and, and like it's so weird because usually, usually in the show, like when like Krang is like in the android body, he's in the android body for the rest of the sh- of the episode. Uh, whenever he goes into his bubble walker, it's usually something like, oh, he has to go to the surface or something like that. But here, just randomly, he's like, oh, I'm going to be in my bubble walker. Like, you know, and like, like I, I don't know, like, I guess he wanted to impress uh, Zenter and uh, Grizzilla and be like, hey, I'm not just in a big android body. I, has, I also have this bubble walker. I think if I was a, if I was a brain, I prefer to be in a... Bubble walker. In a bubble walker than the yeah. android body? Yes. Especially if the android body wants to keep his hand, arms like open. <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, puts, the android body always like just puts his like arms like out. I'm yeah. like, like, what's and wrong just, with you? And just wearing a underwear. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he does just wear underwear. It's just not that weird. That's so informal. Right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think you're right. I think he, I, I think he was just wanting to impress yes because everyone look at you like that because you, you can't explain look this is not this is uh me is only that brain thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think you're right um but krang does say the title of the episode he actually says um he says like how much trouble can four turtles and a baby give you and it was just like because that was the title of the episode is four turtles and a baby Oh yes, so something something else that I want to mention, like which you passed. Oh yeah. When April was uh, uh, holding the baby, like taking care of the baby. Uh huh. Um, did you pay attention that the baby was touching April's face? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, I, I know. Uh, our son did. Our son does that now. Yes, I really, I really love that because. Yeah. Uh, because that's like one of the cute things that the babies uh, does at least our son was yeah. doing. Uh, it's whenever they want to recognize someone. Yeah, they yeah, they touch the face, face. They, they, because they, that's how they get familiar with the people. Uh, there, there, there was a lot of like um, awe moments from Anna in this episode. I will say. Yeah, I actually like this episode. Yeah. So after like so th- a- after like Shredder talk. Oh, sorry. You also didn't say the part that. Uh, 
it was I think it was between uh, Krang and Shredder again, and then Krang said, "I don't want to worry you." <gasps> oh yes, that's right. Because Shredder was like, "How come you didn't tell us that the the that the baby has powers?" And Krang goes, "Oh, I didn't want to worry." That was another like couple thing. Yes, that's a very that is a very couple thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> that one oh no no no. I mean, and the way that like the way that Pat uh, Pat like gives that line too is like so like no it, it was so perfect. I I, I love that. And then like so after like after their their uh, their video chat call with with Crane like Shredder's like okay where can we go that we know like babies hang out at and they suddenly go to a like a baby toy store i feel it was toys R Us because i saw a big giraffe over there yes i want to say this was the i think this is the giraffe that was in the background in our in the michelangelo toys around yeah like i, I was just like wait a minute it's that giraffe again i like I'm like yeah it, it, it probably it might have been toys r us because you know toys r us was very popular in the 90s mm-hmm. um uh but uh this is a, a so obviously I think my favorite line in this episode is where Shredder like you know we see we see like you know Roxanne Baby up there they're like going into like people's like baby uh, strollers and everything and then we see Shredder go into a woman's uh, baby stroller and he picks up and he and he says that oh. You have a very ugly baby. And then he looks at her and says, My condolences. And says what? My condolences. What does it mean? Like, that means like, oh, I'm, so, oh, like, you know, like, my apologies. Like, you know, I I feel bad for you. <laughs> uh, and not only I liked it a lot, Michael Atkins actually liked it a lot, too. He had to write something about it. He said, uh, Shredder insulting the that baby is hilarious. Yes, that was insane. And then, and then, uh, do you remember what she does after he insults? He says that she had an ugly baby. She kicked uh, uh, Shredder. Yeah, she kicked Shredder. And then she says, "The mom kicking him in the shin shin is a bad call." How is he the one yelling in pain? And yes. She kicks a guy in, like, the metal spikes, and he's the one that's in pain. I think, uh, I think like, it was symbolic that we know what happened. Right, right, yes. Yeah, it, it was symbolic. It's supposed to be funny. It's like, ha-ha, bad guys, like, you know, getting hurt by regular people. But, yeah, no, I, I, I love that. Uh, so, we go back into, like, April... So there was, there was oh, sorry, one, go ahead. There was one part that there was a line from Shredder that I, I liked because... I felt it was so much my line. <laughs> oh, oh, what, what was the, what line was that? Uh, I think they were asking from crying that uh, where they can find the baby or something, and and he just said, uh, "I don't care, just do it." <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think he said that like before they go to the the toy store. Yes, yes. And to was... the not Toys R Us because Toys R Us doesn't exist now. Yes, yes, it was before. Yeah. Um, so we cut back into April's apartment and where Burn Thompson like calls her. They do like the whole like split screen kind of thing. Uh, April still has like her robe on and everything. This uh, part is also me. <laughs> yes. Uh, cause, uh, and then like, so Burn mentions, oh, Vernon is out. We need you to do Vernon's podcast, uh, bro- sorry, broadcast. 
there was no podcast this time. 1990 didn't think about podcast then. It was broadcast. And, alright, so two things. One, Peter Renaday voices like two main characters in the show. Splinter and Vernon. And both those characters are not in this episode. I, I really think this is like Peter just like, he was like, don't want to do this episode, guys. Peace. Vernon and who? Uh, Splinter. Oh. He, he voices both those characters. Eh? Yeah. Uh, so I just thought, I I just thought it was just ironic that like the episode that Splinter's not in, Vernon's not in. Also, what what does Vernon do? Like, because Ver, Vernon is like jealous of April and like he wants to like take her job. But then we see that he has his own broadcast and not only does he have his own broadcast, he can't make it in today. This does not sound like a Vernon thing. It sounds like, like, because Vernon is, like, the kind of person, like, I think Vernon is the person, like, if he had a chance to have the broadcast and, like, and he was, like, coughing up blood, he would, like, go to the news station and still cough up blood. Um, but, like, like, we still just don't have a clear understanding what Vernon's job is. And, like, even though it's April's day off, Burn Burn Thompson is like, oh no, April, we need you to come in and and do the broadcast. Like and like, I'm like, they have this is a big building, and I'm gonna get into how big this building is in this in this episode because they mention it. They, you're telling me that they don't have another like reporter, like backup reporter that they can put in. Like, hey, we just need you on the on the screen for like five minutes. Oh, like, they always do. They always like see it whenever you wanna go have an off day they call you yeah oh yeah yeah that's true i've i've had i've had companies like where i'm like oh, i have an off day and then they come okay we we need you i'm like okay i'll come in uh yeah uh but it's a bad thing to do if you guys are in your (laughs) if you guys are a manager or like don't do that don't do that exactly don't 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 do that and i basically wrote at this next part, April is an awful sitter because, like, the baby is asleep. First, first we both had this thought of it looked like she was leaving her apartment without the baby. Yes. Because we saw her grab her, cl- we got, we saw her grab her clothes, her, her like, and like it's it was just kind of funny just to see her like actually have like the yellow jumpsuit like in her hand. Um, like, it, it was just like, it was like, that, that was just a weird image in my head. Uh, but, and then, like, the baby's asleep, and, like, it looks like she, like, left the apartment without the baby. Yeah. But then we find out, like, no, she did not leave the baby. She brought the baby in, but she put the baby in, like, a purse. Yeah, she put it in one of those uh, sports bags. Right! And, like, I mean, who, who does that? And, like, she just, just hands it off to, uh, Irma, and, like... It's like, like, oh, oh, take care of this. Like, and like, I mean, I know she had to like be on, on TV, like in like that second, but like, she didn't have like enough time to tell her, oh, by the way, there's a living, breathing baby in the bag, in the bag. Right. So, uh, before I get into the news section, I do want to note this because, uh, this is like where the turtles, they kind of like. Uh, they, they're kind of, like, walking in the street, and they see, like, a TV, like, uh, in the window. Yeah. I just, I just noted that the TV was half off. Like, it, it uh, like, you know, that TV was, like, half off. I was like, oh, hey, look. And, like, it, I know this is such a typical thing to see, like, in cartoons and TV show, 
We're like, oh, they're watching TV from the win- from the from the outside of the store. Yeah. And it's on sale. Um, the funny thing is, is that like Shredder, Roxanne, and Bebop, they go in front of the same TV later. Um, in this episode, like the same exact t- TV. It is. I just thought it was a funny coincidence. Um, but all right. At this point, this is where Tribble comes out of the I bag. Tetsos have like those ugly. Clothes. Oh yeah, you know we didn't talk about their costumes. Like yeah, they don't have masks. Yeah, have... they don't have masks. It's weird. They have hats. They they have a hat. They have like a like a baseball cap kind of thing. Yes. And then like uh, they have like jeans, and then like they all have like different jackets jackets that's like matching their color so that way because since they don't have masks like that's the only way we can know that like which turtle's which yes yeah and surprisingly there's no turtle mix-up voices in this episode there is a mix-up we will get into that but no but nothing from turtle wise um but yeah so yeah i I did not i i didn't care for these outfits of that uh, of theirs like you know like at least it's like not as scary as those human white pale mask thing. Um, but yeah, so so here like Tribble like she comes out of the of the bag and she's like crawling around and and April is like shouting, she's like like every other word has to be like either baby or watch out or wake up. Like there's so many things she's like trying to say in code and I just thought it was funny because, like, Irma was, like, mad that she was, like, April, you have a baby you didn't tell me? Like, that's, like, Irma's, like, mind right now. Like, she, I, I'm sure just in her mind she was, like, I need the gossip. Like, you know, like, like, who did you have this baby with? Like, I'm sure yes. that was in, like, Irma's mind. Yes, yes. All right. This is why I think uh, her name is Tribble, by the way, because April says uh, something along the lines of, like, oh, Tribble, you are so much trouble. And, like, you know, and as, as you were mentioned before, like, Tribble kind of sounds like trouble. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, very popular uh, space TV show, uh, Star Trek. One of their most famous, like, episodes, well-known episodes, is actually called Trouble with, uh, with Tribbles. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, like, a very, like, well-known episode because, like, uh, like the the tribbles in that show were like these like little like balls of yarn and like they're cute and then like they're like oh we're gonna keep it in our ship and then like what happens is like they kept like one turned into like thousands and like and so that's why it was like oh trouble with tribbles and I think I think because of that I think her name is a tribute to that episode of Star Trek. I think so. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and like, the fact is, like, April almost says, like, that episode title. I was like, oh! And, like, you know, it's like that, that like, you know, that uh, Leo Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he points at TV. I know that! <laughs> that That's that's what, um, uh, th- that's what I felt. And, all, oh, also, you know, we were giving April a hard time with her thing. Uh, Michael Atkins actually had to write this. He said, April is a consummate... Um, professional. She finishes the broadcast even with Tribble in a mini, in imminent danger. So yeah, she's great at her job, but she has some messed up priorities. Uh, because yeah, after her broadcast, this is where Tribble like actually like 
climbs out the window. Oh my god, yes. And this is where Anna screamed. I was I was worried for the baby. You were worried for the baby. You really were. Uh, now, I'm going to say this. Um, office buildings that are like this big, they don't really have windows that open. Because they don't want people to like, you know. Something happened. Something happened, exactly. It, 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 exactly. Uh, like, But, you know, this is a cartoon show, TV show. Like, we need to have some trouble. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, trouble like, goes out. And, like, a April's, like, following her. And Irma reveals that they are 13 stories up. And so, and, like, you know, this is, like, halfway up the building. And But we now know that the, we, we now know, like, the, the, the broadcast, like, the news, uh, broadcast, uh, room is, is on the, probably the 14th floor, because, uh, because of superstition, uh, people don't have a 13th floor. Uh-huh. They usually skip, uh, 13 and go to 14. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, but we can, we, we now know how, how high up the actual broadcast rooms are. <laughs> I'm just saying, we're, we're getting close. We're getting close to, like, you know... Like, like things that we, like, useless knowledge now. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so. So then the baby fell. Right, the, the baby falls. There's a, there's, there was a pigeon. Uh-huh, pigeon. And then, uh, the baby tried to get the pigeon and, and then. the pigeon flies away. And, and then the poor. Ba the baby falls. And then the, the baby falls. So while the baby's falling, like, Mikey, like, looks up, like, oh, we gotta catch her. And Mikey shouts. Cowabunga! I swear the show's like doing this on purpose to make me keep imitating him. Uh, like, you know... I just feel you're watching a different... Yeah, you feel I'm watching a different episode? Yes. <laughs> but no, he... But yeah, he, he, he shouts that as he goes up to the uh, fire hydrant to, uh, to, you know... So Raphael, he was going to jump on top of the water so he can get... Like, I guess, I guess cartoon physics, like, you jump on water and they'll shoot you up 13, um, 13 stories high. Like, I mean, I, I don't know, but, but what it's, like, uh, planned to do. Um, uh, what, and then when Raphael, he actually jumps on the, 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 the gushing geyser from the water, um, uh, fire hydrant, he actually says cowabunga. He says it normal. Not like Mikey, who like has to stretch out the the kawa, um, but like, but it was just like to me, it was like you know, because we were so used to hearing Mikey say cowabunga that like when we hear like it come from another turtle, it's kind of weird, don't you agree? I think I was so much caught in that uh, moment <laughs> that the like someone captured the baby. I was so worried that I didn't even pay attention to Raph saying cowabunga. Oh, you didn't pay attention to Raph saying cowabunga. I just wanted someone to get the baby. Right. Well, Raph didn't get the baby because the baby saved herself. <laughs> the baby just kind of like started just flying and... What was that power? Like, she was able to move herself. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. Like, when is it that is, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. When did she have the ability to do that? Right now, that's when she had the ability to do that. I mean, obviously, if they showed her doing that before, we wouldn't have been worried about the, uh, during the commercial break. And we wouldn't have, like, stayed, stayed and made sure that we, we catch what happens. Also, Anna wouldn't have screamed. And, like, be worried for the baby. 
she would be like, oh, it's okay. She can catch herself. And like, no, but you know, we had a great drama. So this is when we had to introduce, oh, by the way, she can like, um, she can actually float herself like by her powers. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, so the, so the next, the next thing we actually see, we see, we see Burn Thompson actually has like the baby in his hands and like, he's like going, issuing an apology <laughs> like, like, and it's kind of like, 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 who's the apology for? Like, did, did news cameras, like, come out and, like, hey, we got, hey, let's, let's put this, like, baby that, in our, um, that, that we're endangering in our building. But, like, um, but, 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 yeah, uh, Burns, like, issues an apology. Then, then he mentioned the baby photo contest. <gasps> right, exactly, yes. Yes, that, um, uh, then he mentions the the baby photo con the baby uh, photo contest and this is actually what Michael Atkins had to write about that he said good writing touch having triple incident at Channel Six coincide with them hosting a baby photo event and needing to air an uh, an on air apology so at this point we're back at the Technodrome and this is where um where where Zenter and Grizella like they leave they they escape from the technodrome and we see them like we see them kind of like get into their star cruiser and fly out mm -hmm. and I, the only thing i wrote about this i thought it was weird was when they flow out from the technodrome the technodrome was kind of like broken down mm -hmm. and because all the other shots of the technodrome the technodrome was like perfect it was like you know perfectly standing Yes. And then, like, all of a sudden, we had this, like, broken technodrome. It's almost like we just had this whole plot that was, like, it, it was, like, you know what? We don't need to show the kids what happened. We just will just have them, like, okay, it's a broken technodrome, and they have the Star Cruiser. Because that's the other thing I wanted to mention about was that, like, when they got captured, I don't, like, I don't think they brought their car with them. Like, or did they capture them? Because we didn't actually see them actually get captured, but, like, they got... But it's not like they had the, their car in the room. For some reason, Neutrino always have to have cars. Right. It was just weird that their car was in the Technodrome. <laughs> like, like I, I'm just, like, wondering, like, if, like, after, like, they got captured, if, like, the General Track, like, came in and, like, oh, hey... Here's her star cruiser, and he like throws it in the technodrome, <laughs> like, <laughs> and like Krang, Krang is probably like, "What? Well, don't do that!" Like, no, no. And we did get the classic, um, uh, Krang. Oh no! <laughs> like when they left, I, I, I you know, because I love that. I, I love it when he says, "Oh no." <laughs> but yeah, so. So, uh, did you talk about the part that? Like uh, Rocksteady and Bebop were as a baby and the mommy or something. That is where I was going to next. <sighs> we're gonna talk. Oh yeah. Oh, we have to talk about this. All right. So that's my favorite part of. Oh, of course, that's your favorite part. Uh, yeah. So you know, obviously because Shredder, Rocksteady, and Bebop, they caught they caught the news section where, you know. Uh, Burn Thompson was saying, "Oh, we have a, a photo con, a baby photo contest at our uh, station." And so they're like, "Hey, someone has a someone had the bright idea of like we can internet photo contest where Bebop has like a grandma costume again." If you remember, uh, 
uh, a few episodes ago, like where uh, when uh, Mikey like turned into human. Oh, they had the. Yeah, uh, he had a grandma costume in that episode. Yes, and the other one was stealing from. Yeah, him. the other one was was stealing. Yeah, but this so Bebop like brings out his grandma costume again, <laughs> uh, and. Now in rocks and he's in with the baby he has carriage. So much lipstick. Yeah, so much lipstick. Yeah, he was like, oh, oh, I gotta put more lipstick on. And Rocksteady in a baby carriage, and okay, with a diaper. Yeah, with a diaper. Like, and it is, it is kind of like, okay, who really, who, who, who are they fooling? And but like, I guess they fooled Irma because Irma was like, oh, that's a pretty ugly baby. Like, you know. <laughs> Because Irma didn't understand. I mean, obviously, when the turtles entered the building, they know exactly that's Roxanne and Bebop. My favorite part was that when uh, Roxanne was saying, uh, Come on, mommy, push me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, no, that uh, that was great. Also, I'm going to... Shredder also comes in disguised. Uh, Shredder was like daddy. Yeah, Shredder was like daddy but he was like <laughs> like jedi daddy as like he has like a robe on but that was a perfect family yeah oh, oh perfect family i'm just gonna say this like shredder who can like blend in all he had to do is just like you know put like that overcoat on and just take off his mask like i mean if if this if this episode was taking place in 2020 it would make sense for him to have the metal mask um over his face but here in 1990, it's kind of weird with someone wearing a big uh, coat with with armor of like shreds and then and it has a mask like like you know like and especially when people know that that's what the bad guy looks like. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what makes the cartoons perfect. Oh, of course, of course. Um, and the turtles come in. And they're, like, you know, they immediately see Roxanne and Bebop, and, like, as they're, like, uh, they're, they're, you know, the three of them and Shredder are trying to, like, kidnap Tribble. And do you know what happens at 18 minutes, 46 seconds? I know what happened because I wrote it, but I let you have the joy and... Oh, gosh. Okay. Mutant. Well, I it's not really wrong turtle talking, but it is wrong mutant talking. Because at this point, Rock's um Rocksteady's voice comes out of Grandma Bebop's body as he says turtles. And it is so ironic that like the the turtles, their voices don't get mixed up, but Bebop and Rocksteady gets like mixed up. And I'm gonna blame I'm gonna blame it on the on the outfits. Obviously, the outfits were too confusing. Like you know, it was too good for the animators. Then they did, they're like, oh, which one's this? Is this Bebop or Rocksteady? It's like, oh, I don't know. Like, who, I don't know. I don't know which character this is. I think it's just an old woman. Oh, just oh, just put Rocksteady in there. We, like you know, like I, they're, they're, they fooled the animators. That's how good their costumes were. <laughs> Oh, all right. Uh, also, Raphael has a great line. I don't know if you. I don't know if you wrote it down. This is uh, giving me that baby. No, says, he says, 
I never hit a mutant in a dress before. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, oh, I didn't get that. Yeah. Also, I do want to note, this episode we see Bebop's eyes. Did you see his eyes? He kind of like took off his sunglasses for a little bit. Oh, uh-huh, yes, yes. Yeah. He was acting like, uh, like, um, I don't know. It was a feminine gesture that I'm pretty or something. Right, right, exactly. And that was after, like, Roxette said, uh, or not Roxette, sorry, Raphael. After Raphael said that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, here, uh, here we have our, like, our, our, our final, uh, fight scene. Um, we, like, you know, uh, the, the bad guys are trying to kidnap, uh, Tribble while the, the turtles are, are trying to rescue her at one point. Um, Donatello was, uh, was holding on to Tribble, and he was on top of the big globe thing on um, in the Channel 6 building. Oh, I love that episode. I, I love the, that scene, too. Yeah, yeah. And where we see uh, the Rock City was... Uh, running after him. Running after him, and like they're just like both running on top of the, of the globe. And, you know, this is not our first time that we've seen this globe... You know, act as a, um, as like a not re- well. This episode wasn't really as a weapon, but it was more of like because we've seen it before where they they threw the globe. Yes. Yeah. So it, it was a nice callback to see this uh, globe thing again. Yes, it was. It was very symbolic that they were running on the globe. Right. Right. And of course, like they had like jokes about it, like oh, uh, like you know, Roxy was telling Shredder like. I'm running around the world after this guy, and then like Dante was like, "Oh, we gotta make this, uh, we gotta make this uh, planet uh, one population, one less person." And exactly right. And uh, then uh, the, uh, when they were on the globe, I think uh, Rock Study was saying, uh, "Give me that baby," and then he said, uh, "Why do you need a uh, playmate?" <laughs> yes, because he was also a baby. Right. <laughs> yes. 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 Um, and then while, while this was all, uh, while this was all going on, this is when, uh, Grisella and Zenter, uh, they fly, they fly with their star cruiser into, uh, the Channel 6 building and they basically like, oh, okay, don't worry, uh, we're gonna take care of this, we got, we got our child back, we're good now, and, like, uh, like that indicated to the bad guys, like okay, they're defeated for some reason. They're just kind of like, cause after they after they got the baby, they just kind of like backed off. And and then like the turtles, like before like they flew away, the turtles like I was like, oh, what about General Trag? And they're like, oh, after after we escaped from the Technodrome, the that gave the neutrinos um the the power to uh, to stop General Trag. And it's just like, really? We just want to finish the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty much what it was. It, it was pretty much, uh, let's finish the because it really was like, like that. That was our way of tying up loose ends because, like, you know, Dantel's like kind of just be like, hey, don't, don't we have, do we have like another conflict that, like, why we? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, that that's taken care of. Don't worry, guys. You you guys, the baby part, and that that was the whole point of this episode was the baby part. Don't worry about the whole general track thing and everything. <laughs> Like, oh, <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, uh, so. Now we get to the mystery part. Now we get to the mystery part. So, all right. So, so yeah, uh, after all that, we go back 
into the turtles, into the lair, and like while like the turtles are like, oh, I'm I'm gonna miss Tribble and everything. I mean, which to be honest is kind of natural after you spend your time with like a baby and everything. You do kind of like, oh, I, I, I like those times, even though it was constantly like trouble and everything. Yes, as soon as they they fall asleep, you're like, oh, I miss him. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That that that's exactly right. And then, oh, Mikey was like, oh, don't worry, guys, I I got you guys covered. I ordered a giant pizza with uh with pablum and strained spinach and. And He's, everyone was like, "Ayo!" Yeah, everyone was like, "Ew!" And then that's how that that and that's how the episode ends. Now, here's the thing: Anna and I, we had to watch, we had to like listen to that part three or four times because the first word Mikey says is "pablum," and we had no idea what "pablum" is. We had no idea what "pablum" is. She she was like, she I mean, she looked at me and she was like, "This is your language. What's pablum?" Yes, I said, "Is it?" Are they saying pampers or what? Right. We were trying to figure out because first, okay, now, here's the deal. First, we we had to figure out what the word was. And that's why we had to watch it like a few times. Uh, the DVD does not have, uh, does not have subtitles. Neither does the digital um, version. The digital version also does not have subtitles. I know this thing used to have a uh, closed caption. Like, I, I just don't know why we can't have subtitles like uh, on it so so we couldn't actually get the word so we had to like keep listening to see what it was and then we figured out the word was like pablum and then we're like okay what is that so we searched it and pablum is basically a uh it's a dry cereal for babies oh and like i've never Never in my life. I I know I was a baby in the eighties. Oh, but I never heard of this thing. And obviously, Anna never heard of it because you know she wasn't in this country. Oh, I. But like, yeah, we 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 we, we saw it. All right, here's the deal. Oh, by two thousand five, Pablum was pretty much discontinued. It was like bought, like the company was bought by the Heinz uh, Corporation, the people who make ketchup. They're uh. most famous for ketchup, yeah. But they're they're by they're bought by them, and then like they just like after they bought them, they're like, oh, we're done. Like you know, like because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure by the '80s and '90s, this is like this pablum thing was like pretty much done. I don't know if you're listening to this podcast and you know. And, I don't know, still remember Yes, ask your pa- parents if they know Pablum. Uh, yeah. If they feed you Pablum. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Next time I talk to my parents, I want to ask them if they know what Pablum is. <laughs> I mean, this, because this had to be a, this had to be like, oh, you know what? This is a 40-year-old in 1990 who wrote this joke. And, like, he understood what it was and, like, did not get what the youth of the 90s new it was like but yeah it was a, a, the strangest like mystery to us it was just like so weird and uh then you uh you said you're gonna ask your mom too right yes because now I was, uh, when i searched i saw there's like so many like um pre-made search like is pamplum still made right babies still eat pamil pablum pablum our child never no our, our child had like you know like 
cereal. Like there was because there was infant cereal. I don't know. You see, I, I I'm afraid. Uh, like after we uh, put this episode out, like everyone. Uh, Everyone's gonna come out and be like, "Oh, you guys don't know." You, how come you guys don't know anything about Pablum? How come you guys don't know Pablum? Where were you in, uh, you know, 2005? I this was like everywhere. I still eat it. I I I go on eBay and like grab pablum from. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm just curious if anyone like listen to this knows if you guys ever heard of pablum. That I, I things I need to know. Uh, but uh, but that's pretty much everything for this episode. Um, and I can't believe I forgot to mention this before we started this episode. But the episode title itself, Four Turtles and a Baby. Uh-huh. It's an actual reference to an 80s movie called Three Men and a Baby. Uh, uh, did we watch it? No, we did not watch it. But we did watch the sitcom that was based, that, that like took inspiration from that movie. Uh-huh. You know what that sitcom is? What is it? Full House. Oh. Yes. Uh, so... When the when that when that movie came out because it was about three grown men taking care taking care of a baby, uh, the show creators of Full House was like, "Oh hey, let's make a comedy series about like three comedians taking care of a baby." But then like they reworked it because of that movie. They didn't want to make it so similar to that movie, and then like they they had to like rework it and everything. Uh-huh. Uh but but For yeah. Some reason this uh. A script is like interesting for everyone. I think they like the challenge. Right. Well, I mean that's that that's the funny thing. It's like ha ha men uh men taking care of babies because men don't know anything about babies. But now in this progressive like twenty twenty area era that we're in, not it we don't have like that kind of stuff anymore. Yes. Yeah. Like, you know. Now I mean I think to be honest, I know I know, like, not too long ago, we had that um, that show on Family Channel. It was called uh, Baby Daddy, which was kind of, like, the same kind of process. But at least those people were, like, young college kids. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, but yeah, like, like I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure now nowadays they're, they're like, no. Someone would complain if we had to make that kind of show. Yes. Right. Uh, but yeah, that's but that's everything uh, that we have for this episode. Um, other than the baby falling and you gotten like so worried about it, uh, would you would you over, over overall think were, was it just too similar to how you were with uh, our our child when he was first born? Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know. why I really like this episode. I don't know if it was because of the baby or I don't know. I thought that it was a good mix of like. So many cute things. Right. No, I, I agree. There, there were a lot of cute mix of, of things. We got to meet new neutrinos that we never met before. Uh, and we'll never see again either. I just want to add. Uh, but uh, over, overall, overall is actually a, a fun episode. Um, uh, something else, uh, Michael Adden, Atkins, right? He, he says like there's like two episodes where, uh, where like the turtles, they turn into like children and somehow that th- from this episode title, this is not one of those episodes. But the turtles change to what? Children. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, don't worry. We're, we're it, uh, a few weeks. A few weeks later, we will get to one of those episodes. It's interesting that like the last uh, two episodes, it was kind of like more like 
family kind of thing. First right. it was like Shredder's mom, now right. it's like babies and no, the turtles. No, no, no baby. babies. Sorry, turtles and the baby. Yeah, turtles and the baby. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I I agree. It was like you know, uh, uh, like I mentioned this like last week. I like this could have been for uh, CBS originally, and then they're like, oh, we'll just put it in syndication as well, just because it was definitely one of the higher quality episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we got Shredder and Krang. That's the most important part. Uh, but join us next week. Next week, we will be talking about the episode Turtle Maniac. Turtle Maniac? Maniac. Maniac. Maniac, like, you know, like, uh, kind of like, you know, like, uh, obsessive and that kind of stuff. Like, oh, wow, we like, you know, like, uh-huh. y- you know, y- you could be like a cookie maniac. Uh-huh. Yeah, some- something like that. But yeah, uh, jo- if you have any questions or memories, be sure to email us at turtlerecallpodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at turtlerecallpod. And uh, that's everything we have for this week. Thank you for listening and uh, joining with us. And like I said, if you know what Pablum is, I want to know. I want to hear your stories about Pablum. I want to know what's your favorite flavor of Pablum. I want to know if there's more than one flavor Poor of Pablum. I think there is. I saw three different color of the box. Yeah. you know, Let us know if you are a Pablum baby. I want to know this too. Maybe your picture was actually on the Pablum box. Or you have one of those old Pablum because I think before it was in the box it was in a like a bottle? Uh, like jar? Jar. Can? Yes, can kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, these are things we're curious about. Yeah, 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 that's a can. A classic. Oh, you want a classic pa- pablum in a can? I have a feeling it's delicious. <laughs> it would be delicious if you're a baby. I'm <laughs> <laughs> right. a big baby. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Till next time, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to us. If you have any comments or memories you want to share, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter at Turtle Recall Pop. Turtle Recall is proud to be a part of the Res TV network. Be sure to go to res.tv to check out our podcast and other great podcasts they have available. I think Pablum will be delicious, but but don't eat it with Rudabega. All right, I won't eat Pablum with Rudabega. I promise you that.